Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast, your daily dose of poetry, inspiration, and of course, conversation. Today, I am here with a lovely guest, one that I've been waiting to have on the podcast forever, and I'm going to botch your name, and I'm so sorry, Bhavana? Hi, everyone. My name is Bhavna. Um, gotcha. No worries, Madison. So glad to meet I you. I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit hard to get uh, used to my name, but um, I'm actually South Indian, so we have these specific pronunciations that it's not actually so common in the English language, so I don't really blame anyone for getting that wrong. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, thank you for your understanding as well, especially because we've chatted before, and I've said it, but I've never, ever gotten it right. <laughs> so... Uh oh, you are frozen. Yeah, I froze from my side too. Uh, okay. Maybe let's try turning off our cameras. Sure. Yeah, that works. All righty. So now that we have tech out of the way, um, how are you this morning, my darling? I'm doing great. Um, uh, just have been enjoying my summer for the most part. Um, I'll be going back to school in about two weeks. So kind of just taking as much time as I can to enjoy non-quarantine summer. <laughs> good, good plan. Um, speaking of quarantine summer, that's kind of a good place to start when we talk about your book, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, um, so I, quarantine oh, is when I started writing my book, actually. The first exactly. Time. I remember us talking about that very briefly. Um, so that's perfect. And I'm curious, what about the situation caused you to start writing? For sure. Um, so when I was in quarantine the first time around, it was actually when I had moved back home from my master's degree. Um, school had closed down. So because I work in a chemistry field, we had to do work inside a lab. So there was no opportunity for me to go inside the lab when the school was closed. So I moved back to my home city. And at that point I had less to do and also a safer environment, I would say, in terms of my mental health. I didn't have to stress about a lot. So that's when I started to pick up writing again. And since uh, I just wanna give a little bit of clarification, a lot of our guests are in the US, but you are not. You're still in Canada, correct? Yes, yes, uh, okay. I'm, I'm from Toronto, Canada, yes. So the only reason I bring that up is because each country very clearly handled COVID differently. Um, some of us had multiple lockdowns, some of us had uh, just one, um, things like that. So I just wanted to emphasize that and remind you guys that the world is a big scary place. So go do your research and keep up with your news. <laughs> and get vaccinated. <laughs> yes, 110%. However, those side effects, man, <laughs> oh yeah for sure um I was actually lucky because the worst side effect I had was my arm hurting but I do know a lot of my friends who've had pretty bad fevers but yep. again can't really let that scare you because I'd rather not die <laughs> oh no I'm with you there I just uh yeah um so when you say writing again uh, kind of backtracking a little. You say writing again. What kind of writing did you do before and when did that stop? Um, so I've actually been through many different types of writing throughout my um, life, I would say. I first started to write 
very often in, I would say around grade 10 or grade 11, okay. I actually had uh, an account on Wattpad and I used to mm. write, um, I used to write novels at one point, actually. I Didn't go so well, because clearly I don't have a novel out. <laughs> um, so that was in high school. And then when it came to university, I actually did a minor in professional writing and communication. So that let me develop my prose. So in that in those courses, what we were required to do is basically make or write short stories that were about our personal life. So events that had happened in our personal lives and then transforming them to look like a short story, basically. So I that's think an that's an interesting approach. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's very interesting because it really allows you to um, be introspective about that specific situation you are in and show it to others in a way that evokes emotion from them too. I think that is definitely where um, my prose has developed from and, and why I'm able to write prose right now because of those courses. I so, absolutely hear you. Yeah, so uh, I actually had to stop writing when I moved to my master's because I was just insanely busy, never really had time to focus on my creative side, which is why quarantine helped me a lot and I was able to get back into it then. Okay. I can see that. And I appreciate that. Even though there were a lot of downsides to this situation, and this situation is still very, very, very much real and going on. Um, there were also a lot of positives, especially for up and coming creators, especially for names that we wouldn't have known a year or even two years ago. Um, and I mean, that's always the case. But I think this time around, there's a much larger pool to find and to relate to and to um, feature and enjoy. I 100% I believe that because when I joined Instagram with my, uh, with my account now that I post my poetry on, um, I joined in July of 2020. And I think that was around the time when so many other new poets had joined on too. So I made a lot of connections through Instagram, including Madison, of course. And um, um, for anybody who's wondering, remind me how to say your name, my darling. <laughs> it's Bhavna. Bhavna. Bhavna and yeah. I actually met through Boomi, who has been on the podcast quite a few times and is actually coming up on a very, very, very special episode of the podcast like next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, yes, Boomi's a really good friend. She is amazing. She also has her own book, Paper Heart. Yep, we talk about it here all the time. And she does promotions with Breaking Egg a lot, like the Paper Valentine promotion, which is actually how I met the both of them, um, and things like that. So I just want to shout out that it is always, always, always a small world. Um, and that you never know where you're going to meet your new, next new friend or your next new coworker or inspiration or artist or anything like that. And I think that this episode is truly a testament to just how far those ripples go. For sure. Um, so the book is called Imperfect. And this is the first time that we're really like talking about the book itself. Um, how did you, how did you decide to go that route? Um, in terms of the title or in terms of the content of the book? Whichever you want to take that question as. Okay, um, let's start with the content of the book. 
Um, when I started writing, I had no idea what the book would look like when it was finished. Um, most of the pieces in the beginning of the book were written through the darkest moments of my life. So that was when my mental health was at the lowest. And soon after I started to write more lighter, happier pieces because my mental health was slowly improving. I think it was at that point that I saw that an arc could be possible in terms of beginning at a low stage and being able to showcase the journey of mental health, but really understanding that it's not a linear journey. I would even say it's an imperfect journey because there are some good days and there, there are bad days, but they're never um, linear. You can, you can start off at a really bad place, go to a good place, and then end up at a really bad place again. So I, I think I want to appreciate really... the way you emphasize that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but for in terms of the title, um, it wasn't actually called Imperfect when I first started writing it. Uh, this is also something I've posted on my poetry account, but it was going to be called This One's For You. But it wasn't until at least two or three months into writing that I discovered a piece that I had written way before I had even envisioned that I was writing a book. I had written, written a piece in January of 2020, and it had the concept of being imperfect in it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, something that I had written almost six months ago really displays this, um, this feeling that I want to portray out to the audience, that mental health is not a perfect journey. So that's when I decided to name it Imperfect. I think that is incredible. And that reminds me, um, again, of an episode I did not too long ago on the book Mouthful of Forevers. Um, and it was funny because that book was published in 2019. And so much of the writing I could relate to in 2020 after all those pieces had been written and it was traditionally published. So imagine how long that book actually took to put together and to get out into the world. Um, and I think that there's something remarkable about artists that we can, and even if you're not a full-time artist, like Avna? Yes, that's okay. perfect. <laughs> Sorry. Um, even if you're not a full-time artist, like Bhavna in this case, you can still almost predict those trends without putting thought into it by just writing what's authentic to you. Um, and you never know how it's going to ripple out or how it's going to affect someone in the future or things like that. And I just, again, want to take a second and shout out that trusting your intuition and trusting the things that you write um, is always, always, always a good starting place. Yeah, I definitely want to second that because on Instagram, it is, especially nowadays, it's very easy to get discouraged when you're making art such as poetry because we see this trend of uh, accounts that post very few lines or just very um, short pieces that don't really evoke any emotion, those tend to do better in terms of engagement compared to pieces that actually evoke emotion. So I want to encourage new authors to always strive for authenticity versus quantity or even um, just doing it for engagement. Always, always stay true to your voice and always be authentic. 
you know, I hear what you're saying and I know that that is so true. Um, but I have to say that with my page, I've been lucky. Um, I've been really, really, really lucky in the fact that the things that I posted with the most heart or the most like whimsy to them even um, are the things that do the best. And I just want to remind you that there are communities out there um, that you will find and that will find you as time goes on. And it doesn't matter how new or old your page is, as long as you're being authentic, the right people will find you at the right times. Um, and you can, you can build that engagement and you can rely on it um, just by being yourself and just by keeping at it. Yes, exactly. Always be authentic. Always stay true to your voice. And I think this is a great place to pause for today's sponsor, especially because I'm pretty sure I know which ad I'm going to put here. Um, so we'll return to the conversation in just a minute. So as we come back, Bhavna is going to read the poem and that inspired the title. And I'm so excited for this. I hope you are too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this poem is called Recognition. Uh, it's on page 16 of Imperfect. And like Madison just mentioned, it is the inspiration to the title Imperfect. Recognition. What is your greatest fear? Loneliness, oblivion, misery, death. Of being just average or below average. Of all the bad in me. I want to be someone great. I want to be someone I like because this person right now is imperfect. I am imperfect. I... So just some background for this poem. Um, it doesn't really sound like a poem because it was written at like 12 a.m. when I was just really low. Um, so this was just pulled right out of my notes. I didn't do any edits to it. I kind of just copy pasted it into here. Okay. I love the way that that is a simple piece, but it speaks volumes and it stands out. And that is actually one of the pages that I send to my friends a lot. Um, and I think that it's one of the pages that really starts to develop your voice in the book. Thank you. Um, I could read another piece that I believe um, is also significant to the title, if you would like. Hey, absolutely. Okay, so this one is called Imperfect, this poem. You do not arrive perfectly packaged into this world. You arrive bawling, bloodied, bruised, and battered after a nine-month journey in your mummy's tummy. A journey that pictures the monster inside you, a journey that rips your mother apart. For you must claw your way out and leave her to scream for help, gasp for air, plead for it to end before you pop out. A colored combination of pink, peach, and scarlet. And even then, the doctors must scramble until you let loose a wail that convinces everyone you're okay. How ironic is that? that your cries symbolize your arrival, that your pain confirms your life. For this day, the day of your first cry is celebrated until the day you die. So remember this every time you wonder why you must suffer. There is no smile that comes without a touch of pain. You would not be here without that first cry. 
You would not be you if you weren't imperfect. I love that one as well, but for different reasons. And I'm not gonna say them because I really, really want people to make their own connection to that one. Um, but if there's more that you wanna say about it, I will obviously not stop you. <laughs> <laughs> for this one, I kind of just want to um, say that even our birth is imperfect. So why do we constantly strive to be perfect every day when something that we celebrate for the rest of our lives is something that has ripped our mothers apart when we were born? So it kind of just symbolizes the beginning and um, how we should not strive to be perfect. I'm not too sure if I, if I explained it as well as I would have liked to, but I love that. Um, so the next thing that we have to talk about, um, where can people find more from you? Where can where is the best place to support you and this book? Um, are signed copies available? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I actually um, spent the last <laughs> few months on marketing and um, I created my own website from scratch. So you can find me at bhavnau.com. That's B-H-A-V-A-N-A, -A -A, the, the letter U.com. So I will be posting on my blog there. Um, you can also subscribe to my newsletter, which will give you access to a uh, sample PDF of Imperfect. Or you could even choose to um, buy a signed copy straight off of my website. And that but website is gorgeous. And the link will be <laughs> thank in the you. episode description. I spent a lot of time making that. I know. I can imagine. I tried to build mine from scratch and yours blows me away. I am thrilled that you <laughs> have that as a resource. And I think you should be so proud of the work you put into it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, other places you can find me, of course, you can find my book on Amazon. Um, my book's name again is Imperfect, and my full name is Bhavana Uplapati. And also Instagram is a great place to keep in touch and see new things. Um, despite the frequent hiatuses, it is a lovely page. It is one that I refer back to. It's one that I explore and go look at some of the earlier posts and things like that. And I think that's the true mark of a crafted page. Um, so I wanna throw that out there, that's there. And the link will be in the description as well. For sure. Um, right now it's gonna be on a almost permanent hiatus. I don't know when I'll be posting again. I've kind of lost, um, the motivation to be posting on that page but hopefully in the future I can get it started up again when I'm maybe thinking about uh, writing a second book who knows that sometime in the future <laughs> I hear that um and I I understand sometimes it feels like a chore um but I still think it's something that I want to shout out because like I said I like those earlier posts I love the way it feels to kind of sift through that and just have another dose of you um so yeah, I'm going to shout it out anyway. Um, Thank you. Thank you for that. And now it is time for what is probably my favorite part of the episode. Silly questions time. <laughs> if you had to introduce yourself to a stranger as a color, what color would you be? And what do you think it says about you? Hmm. 
I would say purple only because that's my favorite color. Okay. Um, like a light purple or like a bold royal purple? Oh, definitely not royal. It would have to be like somewhere between lilac and like lavender. Maybe okay. lavender is the best choice. Yeah. Um, that's always been my favorite color. So um, maybe that could be a representation of my personality. Like usually I'm shy up front, but if I get to know someone, I'm very um, extroverted, I would say. Okay. I hear that. If you could only read one more book for the rest of your days, what would the book be? Uh, definitely Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Interesting choice, but I hear you. If you were forced, okay, not a choice, you were forced to rename Imperfect, what would your backup title be? Ooh, okay, I will have to look through this. Um, can you give me a second? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to look for... Um, maybe Antagonist. Okay. Um, and I would say that because um, for the most part, people who suffer from mental health issues, for the most part, I feel like we are our own antagonists. Mm -hmm. I think it's mostly us who fight against ourselves. So I would suggest that as an alternative title. Alrighty, I can see that. And final question. If you could shout out three people, alive or dead, um, that everybody listening should check out and all their friends should check out, who would those three people be? Um, definitely Robert Causey on Instagram. Um, hmm. Alive or dead? I'm blanking. Um, mm -hmm. Give me a second. Uh, J.K. Rowling, for sure. Um, I love her. I love her books. Um and I think Halsey, I think Halsey is one of my newer favorite authors. Her, I've read some of her new book and I was blown away by how authentic it was. You know, so I'm so interested. Um, people keep recommending that to me and it's one of the ones that I just haven't had time to get my hands on. I um, think me too, for sure. Everybody talks about that one. And I'm thinking there's definitely a reason. Um, and also, I think that one's almost a little surprising on your list, because from what I understand, it's a very different tone of voice. Yeah, her her voice is, um, no, I don't think it's that different from my voice. Hers is definitely a little bit darker from my voice. Sorry, not different from your voice, different from the other names you listed, different from the other things oh, we yes, talked yes. about Oh, yes, yes, definitely different. Um, I kind of didn't know who to list. It was like a surprise question, so. Fair, um, fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, J.K. Rowling, she was inspiration for me to start reading. That's why she's on my list. Um, Robert Causey really, really helped me make this book happen in terms of putting it together and really guiding me because he has written almost five or six books. And Halsey's the, the author that I've been reading recently and really, really liked. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you so very much for your time, my darling. I hope that people will check out your book. It is amazing. I hope they will find time to add your website to their favorites or even their homepages because it always makes me smile. I hope that it makes other people smile. And thank you everybody for tuning into today's episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. As always, I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.
Thank you, Madison, and thank you, all the audience. Um, uh, I look forward to you reading my book. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, my dear. <laughs>